everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to another episode of PTSD and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Deb, and Happy New Year 2024 to everybody. Today's episode is part two of the episode from yesterday on New Year's Eve about setting goals. Today we're going to focus on preparing for the days when life challenges us and we're challenged. Yep, because you know what's going to happen, and sometimes... You know, life just happens, and um, those challenges then end up challenging ourselves and our goals that we set for yesterday. So we are going to prepare for those moments that can be anything from life's moments to, I mean, just let's just let's name it, right? Busy day at work, uh, things with the kids, things with family, maybe you're stressed out or just feeling really tired and saying to yourself, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. So those moments, because they will happen. And when we prepare ahead of time on ways to address those obstacles and challenges that life throw at us and just, you know, living, we can do this and be better prepared on good days and good moments for those challenging obstacle moments. Now, that's a lot of what to do. And I will say one thing that frustrates me um, when I go through educational programs is there's a lot of what to do and very little how to do it. Very little how to do it. I have my own thoughts on the reasons why it's like that, um, but I'm not going to do that to people. Why am I not going to do that to people? Because what I have found is that in addition to educating with the what, when you take that education deeper and further and teach the how-to, as well as allowing somebody to modify the education of how-to so it fits them, then we have an increase in success rates, as well as the person feels really good about themselves. There's more of a, yeah, I think I can do this. You know, yep, I got it. I'm good. I'm on my, I'm, I'm good. I'm on my own. I'm good. I'm solid. I'm good. I feel good about myself. I'm good. My, my self-confidence increases. My self-esteem increases. And then I find that people even start 
becoming educators themselves. So it's that natural pay it forward. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure some stuff out here today with the how-to piece. The how-to piece of preparing for moments and when we don't feel like doing the goals, right? Because we don't want to set ourselves up where we have a lot of setbacks. And believe me, there's going to be moments where it is going to be a setback. But throughout the year, we're going to look at what we predominantly do. All right. And so let's just say that um, we have a moment when, you know, one of these days comes up and by preparing ahead of time on good moments and a good day for those wonky days and wonky moments, then guess what we also do? We take the pressure off ourselves of completing that part on another day. And what I mean by that is when you're listening to this podcast, if this moment right now is a wonky moment and a wonky day, you can come back to it. There's no pressure to complete this right now. The point is on a good moment and a good day, then try try the exercise to prepare for when you are going to need it to make sure that you stay on track with those goals. Set yourself up for success. So again, a lot of what I've been talking about is the what to do. And we're going to talk about now the how to, to be prepared. And what does that look like? And how we can modify it so it speaks to you. Okay, so this is my idea. And you get to take this idea and shape it and make it into your own. Now, some other people, they're going to be like, hey, you know what? This sounds good. I'm just going to do this because maybe it's stressful to even just think about modifying and adapting it. So it's okay to just go with it. It's like when we get a recipe in a cookbook and you see it and you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to follow this recipe. And for other people, it might be, you know what? I really appreciate it. This information gives me a good starting point, and I'm going to add some things. I'm going to take other things away, and you make it your own. You make it your own. See, this stuff is for you guys. Okay, I've already done this for myself, and now I share it with you because part of this podcast, in addition to having guests come on, is to share with you, like, what's this journey been like for me, and what are some things that have worked for me? And then, yeah, to also talk about some stuff that hasn't worked for me. I can tell you right now, what doesn't work is when you're given a lot of information that is like almost 100% what to do and, and the absence of how to do it. It's like, teach me, show me. Don't, don't tell me what I need to do. Don't tell me I need to exercise. Don't tell me I need a menu plan. When the real work, the real work isn't about what to do. You can... Go look anywhere. There's everybody telling you what to do. The real work is to be with people who can show you how to do it. Those are the real mentors. Those are the real leaders in life. Those are the real people who get it. They know what it's like and they've been there. I can remember back in doc school, I kid you not, there wasn't a, there wasn't a template. <laughs> I'm laughing because there was not a template for writing a paper. There was not. We just had this manual. This manual. Okay. I still use this manual. I think I'm on what the seventh edition now of the manual. And I kept asking, like, where is there a, a sample of a graduate academic paper written in APA? Can someone show me one? 
And, and then also I found like I was just reinventing the wheel each time I had to write a paper and it was so stressful and such a waste of time. I'm like, how come there's not a damn template? Okay, well, I created a template. <laughs> I made one. I made one. I did. I, I did. I made one. As a matter of fact, um, it became so popular that I just gave it to other people too. I was like, hey, you know, don't, don't start writing your paper from scratch all over again when, yeah, the content needs to change, but the formatting, the cover page, you know, actually the title page, reference page, all that stuff, right? Let's get the shell template going and then you can add your add your content in. So I built one. So this technique is pretty much like that too. Like why isn't there enough teaching everybody how to, you know, and then people will say, oh, well, you need to be self-directed. Yes, but if all the information or majority of the information is about what to do, but nobody teaching me how to do it, isn't that like, it reminds me of, you know, the infinite regress argument. Yep, I know I'm going to say it again. Shout out to Eastern Michigan University from way back when. You know, those philosophy classes, they still stay with me. All right. Swirl moment here. Let's go back on track, Deb, right? Let's get back to what you're talking about. So teaching again about the how-to. All right. So right now, you know, as I mentioned, I'm all for self-directed learning. However, there comes a time when self-directed learning increases increases the success rate when you're showed the how-to. And this is what I want to do today. Now, what are some ways that others have done it? Right? That's a how-to. And can can I see myself doing it that way, even maybe modifying it and to make it my own? The more that a person makes makes it their own and makes these techniques their own to make it make sense for them, guess what happens? Guess what happens? The likelihood of the success rate increases. How cool is that? The likelihood of the success rate increases. And people feel motivated naturally. They feel inspired naturally. And they're more likely to take action and to use to practice what was shared yesterday. Pretty awesome stuff, eh? I think so. All right, so here's the first thing we need to do, all right? We need to list out, this is a how-to, how-to. We're preparing, again, for obstacles and challenges that are going to, you know, pretty much knock us on our keister, and then our goals and successes, then we'll have, like, V8 moments, and we don't want to go down that road. We don't want to go down the should and you know, to have that internal negative conversation with ourselves. So what we want to do is we want to prepare ahead of time for those wonky moments and wonky days, all right? So the first thing we're going to write out is three possible barriers and obstacles. What are they? List them out. What are the three things? The second thing you're going to do is you're going to write out what would you say to yourself, what would a good day self say to a wonky day self? All right, this is your self-talk now. And the one thing that I would recommend to try to avoid is the criticism. So I'm going to use myself as the example, okay? 
to illustrate well, to illustrate the point and then also to share, like, what do I do? Because I get asked this a lot. Like, what do you do? What do you do, Dr. Deb? <laughs> my biggest one is I get tired. I get tired in the afternoon, and my intention is to hit the gym on certain days. And I've been trying to be really creative with time management to make sure that I get myself to the gym. And I get tired. So sometimes um, over the lunch hour, I keep working instead of taking the break with the intention of I'm going to go after work, right? But then what I find is that I'm really tired and I don't go. And self-criticism is, for me anyway, you know, saying to myself, well, you should have gone over lunch, you know, that whole that whole tone and everything, right? That doesn't help me at all. And, I, and I, I'm honest with myself in the sense of like truthful and saying, yeah, you know what? That doesn't work. That's not very helpful. And we, we need to not talk to ourselves that way. Sometimes actually it's a critical voice that actually belongs to somebody else. And then I'll say to myself, don't let their words become your words. Don't let their voice become now your voice, right? So what I do next is I know that a habit and an old habit can be something that is postponing me from, yeah, going after work because I get, I get too tired. I do. So what I say to myself is, this is what I say to myself. I wrote it out, okay? I admire how you take your work so seriously. Is there any way that you can move things around to make sure you can go to the gym tomorrow? See, what I'm doing is I'm recognizing and I'm validating. I'm recognizing that, hey, you know what, Deb? I know that you value what you do and you take your work so seriously and you want to continue to do a good job. And I also see that you're tired. And pushing yourself sometimes, especially when you're already tired, may not necessarily be the best thing, especially when you're lifting, you don't want to hurt yourself. So is there any way that you can adjust your schedule tomorrow so you can hit the gym tomorrow? Is there any way that you can do that? The self-talk and the letter to yourself is, is of kindness. It's not of criticism. You know, it's not this tough love. It isn't. It is validating, understanding, and then looking for another way to make still a, a, a solution happen, right? So that the goals can happen. Is there any way that maybe you can put your gym clothes on on a break and then get ready to go straight after work? So being in your gym clothes, um, sets your mindset, right? Maybe it means keeping your sneakers on. Maybe it means, you know, wearing your exercise pants with your sneakers on. Is there any way that you can do that so then you're ready to hit the gym when work ends? So you're also providing solutions for yourself. See how it goes from the, the absence of criticism to the possibility of solutions, possibility through solutions, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, you know what? It's okay to be tired. 
and it is okay to make this modification, and how can we then provide solutions to make sure that it supports you right now in this moment of being tired and supportive of your goals that you created yesterday? Pretty cool, eh? I think so. The next thing I want folks to understand is this is this is this one is really important, okay? If I was to say of all the things today of the the how-tos, this next one I think is even more important. And I'm going to get emotional because my father wrote me a letter and some days when I I think about decisions that he's made, I read the letter that he wrote to me and I cherish that letter. So this next step is to write a letter to yourself. A letter of loving kindness and you're going to read it on the wonky days. You're going to read it on days where you're like, I just don't know anymore. You know, the real deep hard ones, not so much an obstacle that's like, oh, eh, you know, I can I can get through this one. But I'm talking about like, what in the hell? Those kind of moments. Yeah. So you can write yourself a letter of loving kindness. And you're going to write a letter of all the things that you'd say to yourself, including things like adding quotes. Go Google and see what are some inspirational quotes. I mean, you, you know, the ones that you read and you go, oh, gosh, you know, I got to save that. And then we don't. We wish that we did. All that goes into this letter. Words of encouragement. How much you believe in yourself. How proud you are of yourself. Things that you wish that maybe your parents could have said, but they never did. Maybe it's things that you would have said to your yourself as a kid that you would now as an adult. All the stuff. See, in moments of hardship, we forget who we are. We do. We, we run down that road of self-criticism. We remember all of the criticisms for others. And again, like I said, you know, sometimes their words echo. And then they become our words. I did a separate episode, by the way, about ways to prevent other people's words from becoming our own words. So go back and look at the PTSD and Beyond episodes and check that one out. But write yourself a loving kindness letter. Connect with your inner self that needs help, that needs support and encouragement and understanding and kindness, that wants to be heard, that wants to be loved, and write yourself this letter. And then on the days where you're really struggling, read that letter to yourself, especially on those days where it's challenging and it's challenging those goals. And it's challenging you because, again, like I said, when we're in those moments, we really do forget who we are. And what I mean by that is we forget our inner strength. We forget we forget stuff that we've overcome. We forget the breakthroughs that we've had. And it isn't until we remind ourselves and bring it again from our subconscious memory to our conscious memory do we go, yes, that's who I am just needed something to remind me. I needed myself to remind me. So you prepare now. You prepare now. And then you read that letter when you have setbacks. And it's okay. 
because setbacks are going to happen and it's okay. And how do I know? Because I'll tell you what, if you've gotten to this point in this podcast episode and you got this far, I can tell you right now, you didn't get this far just to get this far. Now take what resonates and go beyond.